Welcome to The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. We are here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to an episode. An episode? An episode. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to a podcast. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome to X-Files. We are so glad that you are here today to talk about a fun topic this time. We've done a number of breakups, broken hearts episodes in a row, which we know everyone appreciates, but we're jumping in here with a bit of a, a fun moving on episode Yay. and talking about dating off apps, meeting people in your life, meeting people in the wild, and how you can go about doing that if you're ready to move on. Yes. But first, we have kind of a fun announcement. Is there something that you would like to know about your friendly neighborhood X-Files co-hosts? We have enjoyed sharing a lot about our stories with you, and now is your chance to ask about anything that maybe we've left out that you're curious about, something that we mentioned that you'd like us to expand on, mm-hmm. um, what our favorite color is, yes. what, <laughs> um, you know, something maybe about our backgrounds, just anything. It could be some, yeah. something fun, Um you know, maybe what our dating pet peeves are or something like that. You can ask about my cats for sure. Oh yeah. I will be very happy to tell you about Mm them. (laughs) I say out of everything, that's maybe something that I feel is significant that we haven't talked about a lot on this show is your, is is your cats. cats. It's very true. What would you like to know about Care's Claire's cats. Claire's cats. Um, We're coming up um, on a year doing the show, and we just thought that this would be something fun and chill for the holidays. So, yeah, yeah, a little like, you know, distraction episode, and also just, you know, like I love learning about my clients, and so I'm like, it's got to go both ways a little bit. Um, yeah. I yeah, also so. like kind of knowing the behind the scenes stuff whenever I get Ooh, like yeah. really into a TV yes. show I always start going on and like googling about the cast and the, and the backstory oh so yeah. um, I don't know maybe this isn't interesting to other people but if it is <laughs> send us a DM on Instagram with your question and uh, we'll we'll be recording this episode in the next week or two so hit awesome. us up yeah and on that note we are available for coaching our i know my schedule is a little packed over the holidays but if you wanted to start the new year off strong and make 2022 the year that you make this breakup the best thing that ever happened to you yes please um go ahead and contact us about coaching we have our rates and some examples of ways to work with us in our Facebook group. It's in the documents section, I think. Um, Files. files. I'm like, yeah, it's not exactly documents, but it's definitely Documents synonym. Yeah, it's a synonym. (laughs) You'll know what I mean. Um, So it's there. You can also DM us on Instagram. um, And yeah, check out our websites. Um, Um, I just want to mention, I have a special, very limited time holiday package. Um, that's a 60 minute call, a 30 minute follow up, some other fun stuff. Um, I can give you info on that if you DM me. Okay, cool. And that'll be, it'll be December. Uh, if, if you're getting this seven, over the holidays, D- DM me now. Just, let's just say okay. DM me now. Um, I have a variety now. of packages regardless of what time of year it is, but thought yeah. I'd mention that. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's that's really cool that you're doing that. So, yeah. So definitely Instagram us to inquire about our availability. And I actually offer like a 30 minute like chat to just see whether this is as useful for you one on one as the podcast is. Um, So, yeah, baby, it is. I'm sure it it is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm confident. But Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we always want to talk about that just briefly at the beginning of each episode because, you know, that's what we do. And it's it's so cool. I just had my final session with a client last night and it was just like, 
ah, we're like both kind of tearing up yeah. and like, this is so meaningful. Yeah. yeah, it's it's incredible. So I know you'll get a lot of, out oh, of it that's if, lovely. if it's calling to you. So these yeah. episodes are such like seed planters. And yes. I know that people get really excited. We got a DM today or, or this week saying that, you know, the, the fact that we talk about self-worth so much was something that this person hadn't thought of so much before. And yeah, if you want to take it to the next level, you can do that with one of us. Awesome. So right, let's, dive in. let's talk about meeting people in the wild. Rar. Rar. <laughs> IRL stalking the jungle. So we've got tips on actually where to go and how to do it. Uh, first of all, though, let's talk about kind of what it takes to actually meet anyone on or off apps. If you want to have any luck meeting people at all, I think that it's really important to generally examine your attitude about dating. We talked yes. about this in the episode on the dating app mindset, and a lot of the same rules apply. So what does it mean to have a good attitude about dating? First and foremost, are you anxious to fill a void in your life because you feel lonely and you feel like something's missing? Or are you wanting to date because you want to have fun and kind of add something else to your life that's, you know, maybe a little different? When we date to complete ourselves, we can actually put off really negative energy and that's going to just make it really hard to yeah. meet people. And yeah. it's a lot of pressure when you're meeting someone mm -hmm. and they're getting the vibe that you're like very much looking for like your soulmate the one yeah. and mm -hmm. you like we need to be like engaged after a year married after two having mm -hmm. kids in three like that's a lot of pressure for someone yeah. you just met i, um, I agree we yeah. really we avoid putting negative labels on things we've really avoided using the word desperate on this show yeah. uh, but i i don't know really how else to like categorize this type of energy or describe it but it's when like you're kind of really... frantic, frantic yeah energy. yeah mm -hmm. yeah because yes. and like, it's not has appealing kind of, uh yeah yeah like we try not to use that because it's it's I think it's been there's our meaning of it and then there's also the kind of like misogynistic oh she's desperate oh of, yeah and like, I wasn't even thinking of it as it. being related to to women but yeah, yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. Frantic yeah. is Anyone much can better. Be desperate. Anyone can be <laughs> yes. frantic. Oh um, yeah. But in our society, and I feel like desperate has become kind of a misogynistic term, even. You know. That's a yeah, great point. So let's say frantic energy. If you have frantic energy, we can maybe take the first thing that comes along rather than listening to our intuition, considering if someone really makes us happy, it can lead us to make poor decisions. So yeah. you need to, you know, what's your motivation for dating? Think about that that first. So another thing, are you positive that there is someone out there? Or are you telling the same story over and over again that there's no good people out there, all the good ones are taken, um, everyone is on the apps, no one's meeting, you know, in person anymore. Uh, so I hear some females saying all such... the guys are jerks, you know, yeah. no one good is still out and, there. And all the it's guys are hard. saying she just does one word answers or doesn't respond at all. Or like I get one swipe a week even, you know. And it's oh, like... send that person to me. I would... I. Uh, I mean, we've talked yeah. about this a lot, but that's yeah. just, that's a, a opportunity to pivot. Yeah. yeah. And so I just our... want to say too, sorry. Um, I feel like saying this, like the throw, it's almost like a throwaway comment. You're like, oh yeah, I'm on the apps, but they're like, they're so annoying and like the app sucks so much. It's almost mm -hmm. like a throwaway comment that's like expected in conversation now where it's like you say hey what's up oh i'm fine how are you i'm on the apps yeah they suck it's like part of like the normal flow of conversation i feel like and guys stop don't do yeah, it yeah <laughs> i mean look we believe in the power of words and these are this is something that you're thinking and then you're saying and you're putting it out into the universe and this is going to create a vicious cycle if you are just saying it even as a throwaway thing I would really put put the brakes on that bad habit because you want to be putting out their positive messages about dating. 
but it's fun to be out there and that someone's waiting for you and it's exciting to meet people in in real life are you willing to put in the time i think because so many people are on apps today you and using an app is instant that people think that meeting someone and connecting with someone and getting into a relationship is somehow meant to be sped up and just because we have apps doesn't mean that this is some type of automatic process that you just kind of sign up for go through a couple motions and find someone yeah it takes time it you know connecting with someone is um a special thing that happens in your life exactly and you need to be willing it's you know it's an investment and it takes a lot of faith and and um, trial and error and if you are yeah frantic and thinking it's going to happen overnight Mm -hmm. you're going to get burnt out you're going to get frustrated you're not going to want to to do it yeah or if you take like every date where you didn't have chemistry with that person which is a whole nother topic we talked (laughs) about so if you're taking each date that doesn't work out and doesn't end in sparks and excitement and like another date and like all these feelings of oh like what's the future what this person look like if you are taking each of those as signs that it's not working and that the dates suck and all of that like that's just part of the process like yeah have fun you know, with it yeah we're not going to talk about apps today so much but like the apps say like point by point hopefully kind of a give you an idea of what this person is like and then you get pictures of them so you have like that view of that person but you don't get the pheromones you don't get how they talk you don't get like their social skills or anything like that in the moment which you do get in person which yeah. we will be talking about today mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in person you're also gonna miss out on the like oh he didn't check the box that says no kids you know or yeah. like <laughs> and also people are uh, you know when you're in public you're gonna be wanting to make a good impression i i say yes regardless of how you meet you definitely take it slow just because you click with someone and in real life the first time you meet them I would say still you need to get in the dating environment see what they're like you know in different settings and you're just gonna be happier I mean this is gonna lead to just longer term satisfaction with whoever you end up with so if you are hoping to start dating again and you would kind of rather meet people out in the wild are you actually willing to get out into the wild (laughs) you know you gotta leave the house um covid has you know kind of subsided we are able at least in america to go places and you you gotta do it gotta do it are you willing to try new things you know very standard dating advice is you know you've got to uh, go out you've got to join things you've got to go places you've got to pick up hobbies or is this something that you're willing to do Do you have a general attitude of gratitude in your life? I put this here because gratitude is one of the highest vibrating emotions. And I just find that when you are just constantly in gratitude for what you have in your life, people want to be around you. You attract other people who are grateful for what they have in their life. And that's it's just the best jumping off point for definitely for meeting people yeah so and this can be a daily daily practice of just recognizing all the blessings that you have and finally when it comes to attitude about meeting people off apps in real life what does your self-worth look like are you fully aware that you are lovable worthy that you are a catch that you are capable of attracting great people and having great relationships when our self-worth is high we make better decisions because we want what's best for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> People want to be around us when our self-worth is high. We open up. We have meaningful conversations with quality people. This is a long journey for a lot of people. It's possibly an ongoing journey for everyone. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this and this kind of hits home, you know, you might want to think about focusing on your self-worth and building your confidence for a little while. That in and of itself can be a beautiful journey. Maybe if you focus there first, you'll have better results. I can 
guarantee it. Yeah. Amazing. All right. So let's dive into the next section. So in this section, we're going to talk about being magnetic in public. Mm -hmm. So of course you can go to the places, you can get out there, but it won't help if you're totally unapproachable and you're just going into it with this belief that you're not going to meet someone or you refuse to make the opening conversation starter Mm -hmm. that I hear so often. Like we had a time in the Facebook group where that was like a really big conversation was like women can't make the first move basically. Um, That's that's something we could unpack in an entire episode. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, okay, Claire's going to break it all down for us. Let me break it down. (laughs) Um, Okay, so vibes don't lie. Get out of your shell. Yes. Make shit happen. Yeah, vibes don't lie. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I like that. I want to make stickers. Oh my God. We'll make make t shirts. That is cute. Okay. Vibes don't lie. Yeah. So I'm sure someone else has thought of this, but <laughs> I don't care. I'm the first and it's on a podcast now. So it's ours. Um, Vibes don't lie. TM. TM. <laughs> I'm sure it's okay if we use it as well. All right. So yeah. Um, your people can contact my people about the rights. Um, all right. <laughs> so ladies, I mean, I'm talking mainly to ladies right now just because I feel like this is another like kind of societal programming issue that typically affects ladies. Yeah, look, there that's so. the because of socialization, there are some things that are, you know, specific to female yeah. identifying. Yeah, exactly. And like if you're a man and you don't feel like you should be making the first move because of like the Me Too movement and you're like, ooh, what if it's not like um welcome, all of those things. Like I have yeah, a tip for you. Don't be a douche. Don't be a douche. <laughs> you can you can like walk up to someone and have a conversation about something like that's okay for strangers and friends to talk yeah. about and not have it be an uncomfortable, sexualizing, yeah. predatory yeah. thing. I, I mean, um, I think, I mean, this could also be an episode, all this talk about men being nervous because of you, t- uh, you too, you because too, of me too. too. Be respectable. Don't be an asshole. Don't be predatory. Don't have expectations and you'll be fine. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, we're not going to have a don't be predatory masterclass, um, <laughs> at least not yet. Little tip for you, but, for the men out there. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what that means, like read some books. I don't know. I don't think any of our listeners don't know what that means. But um, all right. So back to ladies making the first move. So you've got to stop expecting um, if you're heterosexual men to make the like cataclysmically hard like action of approaching a total stranger who's not looking at them not open not smiling they're just gonna like look across the room and be like yeah she's hot she does not look like everyone else here Mm -hmm. i have to go talk to her (laughs) like that's that's just that's crazy um so like, first of all, the first move doesn't have to be waltzing up and saying that you think his thighs are sexy. Like, I mean, you're welcome to. His thighs super are weird. sexy. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I like that example. Yeah. I mean, it's that would be kind of uncomfortable to say to someone. So that's why I used it as oh, an okay. example, you know? Um, like, I like your thighs. Um, See, I'm called that a little predatory. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. It works both ways, guys. I love it. All right. So um, so you're welcome to make, like, an, an um, like, a, like, a overt big first move. But, you know, that's that's not generally the problem that we hear about in general we hear a lot from women who feel like men should always make the first move because if the woman makes the first move even if it seems to work that the man is valuing them less because there wasn't like the chase um and i call bullshit 
I think I'm paraphrasing Eliza Schlesinger here, but the type of man who looks across the crowd and sees like the wallflower in the corner who looks like she'd rather be anywhere else and is like, I want that one. That girl, she looks scared. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. a predator. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. fuck with that guy. Yeah. Um, but if if you're open and you're focusing on having a good time yourself and you're just open to conversations with people whether or not you think they're hot or a potential mate for you just talk to everyone yes and then it makes it a lot easier um and then the first move also doesn't have to be a move at all yeah it can just be like an opening for someone to take if they are interested so you could start a conversation with the person beside you in line. You're like, mm, he's he's a snack um, and I'm here getting snacks. Um, you could be like, oh, hey, <laughs> you have go. you been here before? <laughs> um, could you recommend something? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what to get. And they're like, the blueberry muffins are like the shit. And you can be like, yeah, awesome. Thank you. And we're like, have you been coming here like a long time? Um, and just like open the conversation and then he's got like very clear cues that you're open to talking to him you seem like you're having a good time while you're talking to him you're friendly all of these things and the barrier of him like then taking the leap and being like hey can i get your number let's get muffins again sometime Mm -hmm. is it's so much lower and he's got like he's got the cues okay, she's okay with talking to me. I'm not crossing a boundary here. Also, she seems like she's having a good time. Like, you know, making it known that it's okay to quote, make the first move is part is, I mean, I I think that it takes two people to make a first move. Yeah. And, you know, be one of the people who's going to be involved in making this happen. Yeah. If you, I mean, I also can, I see the value and maybe wanting, um, if I'm, you know, wanting the guy to perhaps take the initiative as far as setting up a first date. But I'm Mm -hmm. telling you what, I make it known that that's going to be um, accepted and I make it known that I'm open to it. And yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it's it's great yeah just just be open um yeah like we like people who respect others and try their best to avoid crossing their boundaries and approaching them in a way Mm -hmm. in public when it's unwelcome but the first move can be just showing it is welcome we're Mm -hmm. already talking like it's not so much like for someone to mind read you know yep yep that's really really good advice and we're going to talk a lot more about how to be approachable and how to be open and how to put out the message that yes I'm into you yes I am open to the possibility of connecting and one of these things is through body language Body language and attitude can also be, quote, the first move, which is, I think, what we're kind of getting to as far as it being um, something that two people are involved with. The more we get used to naturally connecting with people, the more likely it is that we will eventually attract someone who we may click with. Practicing interacting and connecting with people helps us to be comfortable interacting with people and being comfortable interacting with people allows us to be approachable and at ease and when we are approachable and at ease who knows what can happen so how do you get comfortable and at ease interacting with people in public first of all confidence this is the most important quality when it comes to dating yeah this comes with time with increasing our self-worth and with continuing to kind of generally quote work on ourselves yeah do it when you're scared and then the next time you're like oh i did it when i was scared anyway and Mm -hmm. it worked out so it's just like that's how confidence is built it's those tiny steps yeah definitely and i you know one of my biggest tips is start going places alone if it makes you nervous I would say that could be a confidence thing. Start doing it more and more and more. The more confident you are doing something alone, 
that, you know, nothing can really stop you then. <laughs> so I would say that could maybe, if you want to start dating again, that would be my homework for you. Pick one thing this week that you're going to go and do completely alone. I think going and sitting at a bar alone or ordering food is a huge is a great way to stretch your your confidence and build it over time yeah and so. you don't have to do it only when you're like on the prowl you know <laughs> like, oh no no, do no it definitely when you're not. just like have something to do that night you know yes um yeah, yeah absolutely like I said it's it's just practice and it does it everyone around you can tell that you're confident and it makes you crazy magnetic <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just gonna say I know it from personal experience personal experience Janice yes. can't go out without getting phone numbers <laughs> I even had someone the other day say that she had been uh, noticing me eating and she just thought that it was so interesting the way that I was just sitting there enjoying my meal so much and that she just like couldn't hold herself back by asking about me and I was just oh. sitting there eating yeah it was really lovely and we did exchange uh Facebook info Oh, cool. So another thing to watch for is eye contact. I know that this is hard for people, but I'm telling you now, you probably are not going to connect with someone in public if you aren't comfortable looking people in the eye Eat from across yeah. a room, from a few feet away, any, anything. If you're walking by someone, you're going to need to get really used to this yeah. <laughs> I can say as someone who does have people approach me in public it normally starts with a bit of eye contact yeah I, I mean I, I don't think it would be that likely to be approached if you're not looking at someone you yeah. can say a lot with your eyes yes mm. so think <laughs> about that <laughs> smiling one of my top tips for people who are excited about dating again, but feeling a bit rusty is to practice smiling at everyone. Everyone. When we, yes. When we had the mask mandate turned off here in Denver, I just started smiling at every damn person that I walked by just to kind of start getting comfortable, you know, socializing again. Yeah. It can feel awkward at first. <laughs> and that is the point. Yes. If it feels awkward, that is why you should keep doing it. <laughs> With time, you'll get used to smiling naturally. When you smile naturally at people, you raise your vibration, you become more magnetic. You will find that your mood improves. You mm -hmm. will create a ripple effect in your life. I've started just smiling when I'm walking for fitness. And I have wondered, <laughs> I have wondered if I look goofy. Honestly, I do sometimes wonder. Um, yeah. But it, I'm, it makes me happy. Exactly. <laughs> so I just, and also I very naturally have a smile on my face because I'm just so used to doing it. Yeah. So little tip there for you. Okay. Another tip, have a good time, no matter what you are doing. I, and look, we all have our bad days. I can a thousand percent say there are times I go out in public and I don't want no one talking to me. I am you know, going through something and it's not my day, but generally, are you able to see the good in things? Are you able to enjoy your time out, whether you are alone or with your best friends? Can you make the mundane things a little bit special? You know, is going to the post office an adventure for you? It is for me. I put on a podcast and I'm loving it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a general enjoyment of life helps to increase the attitude of gratitude that we spoke about earlier. And when you're in the gratitude zone, you glow. Yeah. So try and I make mean, everything special. People like being around people who make everyday life special, you know? Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's always more, um, it's more fun to like be around your friends or your family members who are kind of have like a more positive aspect yeah I mean and it's a good person to be in a relationship with too yeah yeah because mm -hmm. life is hard yeah and, <laughs> and we need help sometimes to you know see the positives but mm -hmm. yeah it's good to like you become the people you surround yourself with and so yeah. you know um 
like some of this, like if you're coming from the breakup mindset and trying to get into the dating mindset again, like you may be feeling like more negative than usual and like the world is darker than usual, but like really start on working on that gratitude and seeing the good things and, um, you know, just smiling starts to release those happy hormones and Mm -hmm. you'll find you, you did it and it felt insincere. And then you actually started feeling a little happier after you smiled. So yes, if it feels insincere, I would say that's the message from the universe that, you know, this is an opportunity for you to practice something. Yeah. People are going to want to connect with you when they when you appear to be enjoying life. I promise you, promise yeah. everyone. And here's a little tip for dating in the wild that kind of combines all of this stuff plus just a practicality aspect. And that is be prepared to share your personal information with people. Meaning, do you know how you would like to do that? You know, are, do you want to give someone your phone number? You know, how are people going to get in touch with you? What makes you comfortable? Kind of run this through your mind. Do you maybe want to get business cards? I've used business cards in the past to kind of make the move, you know, giving it to someone that works well. Or like I said, do you just want to, you know, give them uh, your phone and have them put their number in it? You know, would you rather, um, be contacted through a social media account I have to say I kind of prefer to first be messaged on Instagram that feels safe to me yeah or like I said would you prefer to contact them this is just something to have a general think about so that if you do connect with someone you kind of know what what the game plan is you're not caught off guard and it's also going going to help your confidence if you're not you know uh (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not sure what to do. And also I'm, you know, be prepared to say no as well. So what, what yeah. is your preferred way to get in touch with someone? Yeah. And, um, you can get a Google phone number that'll forward to your phone yeah. so that, you know, you're not missing any calls, but you can leave that number in the past. If someone is not someone yeah. you want Great to tip. have your actual phone number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Google phone numbers, um, All right. So yeah, basically, you know, start living as the person that you would find attractive maybe. And like, that's a great way to put that energy out there and attract like-minded people to you. So yeah. All right. So ideas of places to meet people. So now that we've like clarified making the first move, your energy, like being approachable, all of that, let's get into like places you can how do I do this how where where do I find the wild singles um (laughs) so um first ask yourself some questions so who are you who do you want to date what are they into where do they spend their time these are all important questions to consider like collectively before you sign up say for like your first volleyball tournament like sure you'd love to date someone with a volleyball body but if you hate playing sports like it's just not gonna work out for you because you won't have anything in common with these people um you know you could learn to love volleyball that's totally fine but if you're like i literally can't and there's sand on the beach and it's the worst like yeah well no. you could do maybe something volleyball adjacent yeah like going and hanging out at beaches and yeah. enjoying hanging out at beaches maybe True. you'll meet a volleyball player or i mean i wouldn't be opposed to dating a skier I think bearded men in flannels are very sexy. I'm not getting on skis. <laughs> I oh, can tell no. you that. We're no, but I might go and hang out in the lodge or go to other places where I would yeah. find sexy you would bearded love flannel wearing. Lodge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or, <laughs> like, I um, you know, it. eating at a brewery, even riding the gondola. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And eating at breweries for sure. Like, you know, because you're gluten intolerant and yes. there's not too many bearded gluten-free brewery right. owners. We keep but- putting the call out and no one has answered. <laughs> so <laughs> We have. But, you know, I'd be, I can go and eat there. I can spend time, you know, doing things that are kind of ad- adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, um, you know, just keep, keep that in mind with like, um, 
uh, I think this commonly comes up with like bars or something. Like mm-hmm. you're like, I hate the bar scene, but yeah. bars are where you meet people. Uh-huh. Wrong. Like you don't yeah. have to go to bars if you hate bars. Yeah, um, so. And if you live in a big city, as someone who does patronize bars and meets people there, there are if you live in a, a larger city, there's so many options when it comes to types of bars you know you've got your pubs you've got your themed bars you've got your classy places you've got your chill places you've got your sports bars there's you know you could maybe it might be worth seeing what's out there that resonates with you and feels comfortable for you and and trying it out look you can completely say no to bars but you might want to just see what's available and you know for instance if you are more of a swinky type go to a swinky bar if you like sports go to a sports bar if you're a yogi go to the juice bar yeah <laughs> i love it i love it yeah awesome so all right um next up start exploring group activities so this could mean joining a sports league that's like a you know kind of more serious maybe mm-hmm. um so this is great if you play the sport in school and you miss it not only are you going to meet people who are into the same things but you'll also get back to something you love which is always our goal because it's like make a life right now that you love and someone else will come into it at some yes. point your single um, person portfolio is what i like yeah. to call it and even if the sport is not co-ed if you're looking for the opposite sex like getting to know and becoming friends with new people means cross-pollinating friend groups, which is always a good thing. Yeah. Um, so this could be like running club, lacrosse club, triathlon training groups, soccer pickup games, basketball pickup games, like whatever floats your boat. If there's a group going to do it, like great. Yeah. Um, next up, you could join a sport for non-sporty people. So what do I mean? I'm thinking things like kickball leagues, cup in hand kickball, where it's like really not athletically driven. What's cup in hand? You have to play with your beer cup in your hand. So you can't really like, you're not. Cup in hand kickball. Yeah. So like, you have to, when you're running and when you're kicking and everything, you have a cup of beer. Oh, Uh, it's like <laughs> that sounds fun yeah like I someone could play be that. like a crazy athlete and they'd be on pretty much the same level as everyone else <laughs> i've never heard of this yeah oh my god that sounds hilarious yeah okay anyone in the denver area please invite me that no, sounds seriously great. That's, that's what my friends here do i love it yeah huh. okay i actually so, love kickball i used to organize games in college oh my god. i think it's a fun game yeah Oh, yeah. And people meet people. Um, Mm -hmm. A cornhole, trivia, ultimate frisbee. You could join a chess club like Coach and Ted Lasso. Like, you know, do your thing. (laughs) You got to watch the show, Janice. Okay. (laughs) You'll love it. It's like a psychological analysis, but cute. Um, Okay. so. So basically, get active in the things that you love. Do you love football? Go to your team's bar and watch the game instead of staying at home. I, over Thanksgiving weekend, went to a pub here with some friends to watch a Bengals game because Ah. they're Bengals fans and they're, you know, not all the games are on TV. And yeah, they found a pub not very far from my apartment, actually, that has the games. And I did think it was a really great way to meet people with similar, similar interests. Yeah. And I I hadn't really thought of that before, you know, finding out who, where in town plays your team. Um, Mm -hmm. But I actually, I've been wanting to get back into watching Phoenix Suns games. And Mm -hmm. I have started to see where I might be able to do that. Yeah. Do you love whiskey or beer? Find when tasting events are happening and sign up. These are such good tips. And I think that people don't realize how many opportunities there are to do these things. But seriously, I mean, whiskey tasting, perfect example. If you live in even a medium-sized city, you're probably going to be amazed at how many places have whiskey tastings and probably some wine tastings as well. Yeah, definitely wine tastings, beer, 
Yeah. Wine tasting is a great way to meet people. I've made friends through going to, to wine tastings. It's very social. You move around in a group. Yeah. You let your guard down, you know, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Wine always helps. <laughs> Do you love yeah. snowboarding? Maybe post in the neighborhood app that you're open to carpooling with others in the area. That's for, right. for our brave souls out there, but you know, that would take some bravery. That would take some bravery, yeah. but I know the neighborhood app, you can also, it's, it's a great way to meet people. You know, you might even say, I know a, a friend of mine in Melbourne who uses her neighborhood group on Facebook to meet people. And during um, their lockdown, she posted that she just wanted um, people in her area to go on walks with and ended up making a bunch of really good friends. And what I don't think some people know is that the meetup app is gold for meeting people. And again, medium sized towns and up, you're going to be amazed. I've gone on some meetups recently, go on there. And I, what I was doing for a while is just picking one thing a week to do. Mm -hmm. I'm quite busy and didn't uh, keep it up, but it, it, put me in touch with lots of people there's so many fun things to do on meetup yeah like hiking groups yoga meetups yes. wine tasting nights geology walks yeah history tours of mm -hmm. where you're living um and these are especially really good for people who don't want to possibly like ruin a safe place for them so i had a client who didn't want to be uncomfortable or make anyone else uncomfortable in their weekly yoga class and for them approaching someone there was a boundary it's like this is my safe place i don't want to make it weird with anyone here like no no moves are happening um <laughs> but they could attend like a yoga meetup. Um, we have them in Denver at the Red Rocks Amphitheater um, where, you know, it's like a weekly thing that people can go and do a yoga class at the amphitheater, but it's more of like a special occasion sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's not so much like your yoga studio that you Yeah, that's how I feel about the super gym. super convenient and that you never want to like. Yeah. I'm like, up, don't even know? talk to me at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not exactly. happening. Because it's like, no, this is my safe place. Like, right. I do not feel, you know, because <laughs> a lot of people talk about the gym as a place to meet people. No, not and for it's me. It's like, yeah, it really depends on the person. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's so hard because it's your a lot of times the gym is like a social outlet too. And like, you know, yeah, look, start... it's different for everyone, but I yeah. like what you're saying. If you are going to just your regular spots and then you're going around saying you're not meeting people, is it because your regular spots isn't where you want to meet people? Yeah. You, yeah. you got to get out of your comfort zone, do new things. Like we said yeah. earlier. So like regular spots adjacent, maybe, you mm -hmm. know, like yep. don't go to the karaoke bar that you're there once a week, every week. Yeah. Yeah. To like, yep. good point. you know, um, cause you're a lot of these places you end up seeing the same people over and over again. Yeah. Don't shit where you eat. That's <laughs> <laughs> what yes. I always say. Yes, Janice. <laughs> um, so there, you could also do networking events. Um, meetup is good for this. There's also alumni events in many cities, networking mm -hmm. events in your industry. I think that's really clever. Yeah. And of course, yes. Like we've, we have made so many connections, not just like in the world, but in Denver of people we met on the internet who just were doing something True similar story. to us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, um, that's uh, how we met Angelica. Mm -hmm. We talked about her during Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, she has like jewelry for survivors. But, you know, we saw her on the internet and we're like, oh my God, you're in Denver and DM'd her. And, mm -hmm. you know, now we have a new friend in the area. Yes. And it very much could have been um, if we were single and interested in girls like you know that could have been more of a connection than like a, yeah. just a friend connection so yeah like I know it feels weird to talk to people on on the internet but I mean does like, it yeah it's, I mean I think maybe it's a comfort thing if you, yeah. you know I think 
what we're trying to say is you don't have to necessarily be on an app. You know, you can meet people yeah. on the internet in other in other ways. I guess so it true. takes getting getting comfortable with it. Which... Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like we came uh, like kind of the millennial generation didn't have internet at first and then it was like we did but we were kind of young and like bad people on the internet could take advantage of us yeah. and so our like parents drilled it into us don't give away your information mm -hmm. don't meet up with strangers like don't do this but like as adults and with you know a healthy sense of your own safety and you know taking like some minimal precautions like Absolutely. i think it's a it's a great way to meet people yes yeah. yeah completely i mean there's a world of difference between giving someone your address that you meet in a chat room and yeah. you know, <laughs> finding out that someone in your industry is also in your city oh and going in and having happy hour yeah exactly it's actually a gift that we have yeah. so and what kind of educational thing can you do there are lots of classes, which this is something I would really like to get back into, you know, something like a pottery class or cooking or arts or anything, you know, yeah. that you're interested in. Yeah. That's a great way to meet people. And again, you might be really surprised to find out what is available in your area. Yeah. And I mean, we we met through an educational opportunity and now we have a podcast. So. That's true. And again, it took comfort with reaching out and saying yeah. hi and making yeah. plans and exactly mm -hmm. a slightly different take on this is to take night school um okay. so like this really depends on the individual but there are lots of non-traditional students who attend classes at night community colleges um like sometimes i hear from people who are like well you know the best time to meet someone is like when you're in school but i'm too old for that now you know and they're not in school anymore and it's like well you you're an adult with adult yeah. money you can sign yeah. up for a class that's like 40 dollars a unit it's not mm -hmm. like you know and you don't have to be trying to earn a new degree or anything i i actually had a couple friends who went to the community college first and then to UCSB, which is where I graduated. Um, and they, uh, like we became friends and they were like 30 years older than me. And I was even not in a traditional student age at the time. I was probably a couple years older than people who went straight from high school. But yeah, like, you you can make friends but also like you i guarantee it especially at night school like if you're taking like an art history class or something i guarantee you are not the only person who is in your age range um in that class um yeah i then, yeah there's, don't let there's, age hold you back yeah. this i promise you nine times out of ten any insecurity that you have about doing something because of your age is in your head really really yeah yeah i, I want to really drive that home drive that home yeah and you know someone in your anthropology class might want to be more hands-on with the lecture materials you know? oh my oh i like that <laughs> i like that <laughs> that's adorable awesome and a great way to meet people is volunteering another thing that you might be surprised to find um you know it has lots of opportunities in your area yeah so of course you can sign up you know sign up for i like this example a weekly shift in a soup kitchen yeah. <laughs> might be the first thing that comes to mind but honestly there are so 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 many different ways that you can volunteer um one way is volunteering at events this is really clever i like this i've done it in the past so many events need volunteers. I actually haven't um, done this recently, but I've thought about it because I'm really interested in Shakespearean things. And oh I God. used to volunteer at um, Shakespeare events. And I know that Denver has a Shakespeare association or society or something. And I was thinking maybe of volunteering there. And often they will accept one off, you know, one time yeah. Uh, volunteers at even some of the biggest biggest events um i mean look 
I think everyone should get paid, but <laughs> this is just how it is. There's volunteer yeah. opportunities. Check it out. Anything that you're interested in, if you get creative, yeah, you might find a way to get involved through volunteering. Yeah. And I am a good example of this because as some people know, I'm very into women's history and I am a volunteer at the Molly Brown House here in Denver. I have had the best time with it. It was one of the smartest decisions that I made when I when I moved here. It has given me the opportunity to build a community. It's given me all sorts of fun things to do. And it's allowed me to start getting my name out there. I've gotten connected to other things through my connections with the Molly Brown House. I've gotten gigs for um, history presentations. Guess what? I was at a bar in my neighborhood a couple weeks ago where I'm a regular. And some and one of the bartenders came up to me and says, um, oh, someone else from the Molly Brown House was in here a couple weeks ago. Do you know so-and-so? And I, I didn't know who this person was. And she said, oh, and I said that I knew you. And the woman goes, oh, Janice, is she the one who has a podcast? <laughs> oh, so someone knows uh, about me and, and my work. And I just and I just thought, you know, I'm sitting here and the bartender knows my name, who has now gone and talked to someone else from a different place who knows me. And I'm like, I'm a part of a community. Yeah. You know, it just it felt good. It just felt like, you know, I had roots here, like I was getting established. It, it was just a nice, it was a nice feeling. Um, awesome. Oh, this past Thanksgiving, just a couple of weeks ago, I spent um, it with a friend that I met at the museum and his family. So, which oh. also was a really good feeling to, you know, sit there and spend the day with someone's family and have, you know, like a really traditional American Thanksgiving. It was, yeah, a blessing. And I wouldn't have had any of this without the museum thank you oh. so <laughs> and yes obviously I'm not dating anyone through the museum but like we keep on saying meeting people is just this general ongoing quest and it builds on itself the more generally active you are in life the more people you meet yeah I think the fact that I'm a volunteer at the Molly Brown House makes me an interesting person which could yeah, you know work in resume. my favor if I'm dating your single person resume mm-hmm. um Yeah. And as a former volunteer program manager, um, this is like a horse that I will continue to. Claire loves this tip. Lovingly. (laughs) I am so (laughs) determined to make one of our listeners a foster parent. Like you guys are going to go and you're going to go foster dogs. Um, it really depends on the organization. Everyone has different rules, um, you know, and different like training protocols and stuff. So it can range from like, hey, I want to foster a dog. And you walk in and they're like, cool, take this dog to like, hey, you need to train and you need to become a volunteer first and like work your way up. So it really depends. But fostering a dog is like, I think the best way to meet new people and potentially find someone, something more. Um, So when you foster a dog, you're generally trying to find them a home. Um, They're, for some reason, not having success in the shelter, or maybe there's just not enough room in the shelter. A lot of shelters are entirely volunteer-based. They don't even have a physical location, and so all the dogs are in foster homes. Um, There's several of those here in Denver um, that I have friends who are fostering or who have fostered, but like you have to find them a home. So that means going out in public and approaching potential adopters who might be cute. Um, (laughs) And you'll have a reason to talk to the cute dog guy at the dog park every morning. And also, there is research to back this up. So there was a series of studies that showed that men are more likely to get a woman's phone number when they have a dog with them. This is the reason why like you go on Bumble and all the guys seem to have dogs in their pictures because statistically it does better, but it should be their dog or their foster dog. It should not be dog fishing because <laughs> I'm, I'm still... I'm still sour about some experiences with people posing with dogs that weren't theirs. Dog I never got to meet the dog. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, 
it's it's real. Um, there's a citizen science project called Dognition, which aimed to help understand the dog-human relationship. And a survey that was part of that found that 82% of people would feel more confident approaching an attractive person if they had their dog with them. So it's not just that you're drawing people towards you, but it's like a confidence booster to have your wingman or wing pup. Uh, it's a conversation starter. Side. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was a French study that explored how dogs facilitated social interactions. Um, a French man named Antoine approached 240 women like a true Frenchman on the street and asked for their number over the course of the study. When he was alone, his success rate was about one in 10, which is like, that should make you feel better because I am I have a pretty good idea that Anton was suave. So like, this, oh, it's just so kind of sad. Yeah, okay. alone, it was still one out of 10, even with all of his all well, of his skill approaching a woman on the street i mean i w yeah. i would have some follow-up questions as to what that entailed but okay. yeah One I mean, when i was reading about it they had a script and it was like hey <laughs> like i'm going to um a bar tonight and i was wondering if you would like to accompany me it was like a polite script anyway maybe my sense of pol i i feel like they made it as approachable as you could okay be. and All also right. in france this is you know okay it's the the you know it's the country of love the language of love right uh anyway but so one out one in out of ten would say <laughs> yes and give them give him their phone number but when a dog was present no change in the script his chances of getting the phone number one in three okay what yeah that that is a like, that's, that's a massive change yeah that's like uh -huh. a three times tire don't ask me to do <laughs> is math. there any video of this because i have so many questions I, uh, yeah i i should have <laughs> dove deeper we will find some video for this antoine um, do you antoine? have video <laughs> um anyway so everyone should beware like this could be used nefariously um there was a study in israel that was like yeah like bad people rank better even when they have a dog even next to good people well like, yeah this is why we say take take it slow even that yeah. dog owner might be yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but but you know be aware that if you're looking to first of all get some pet therapy second of all meet new people have a reason to go out in public fostering a dog could be the way to do it and you could potentially be saving lives as well but we're, we'll skip over that because this is a happy episode um so indeed yes um and then this this one it's not really a place but ask your friends to set you up yeah yeah or just bring possible dates to group activities that you might like to meet you know wait what just you know, like if you're doing a group activity with a friend, have them bring the single friend that they could oh, set you up with. To a thousand the group percent, activity. a thousand yeah. percent, or maybe they can just super awkward thing. Yes, yeah, but... a thousand percent, or maybe they can make a social media introduction, something, and you can yeah. just take it off. I or take take off with it. I like this because it gives you a person in common, you know, and you're kind of getting like a referral for this person, which yes. I I think can be can be really can be really good and also you know getting the word out that you're open to being introduced to someone you know it's a really great way to also just kind of generally let the universe know that you're open to the possibility of meeting someone special so yeah you know a law of attraction tip is just telling everyone what you're manifesting and yeah. just, and with you know a positive happy attitude and yeah just ask people I love it. I think that's, I think that's great. Awesome. So those were some really good tips. We really wish everyone luck. So in, I just wanted to share that in preparation for this episode, I'm in a networking group with other dating coaches from really around the world. And this week I just put out this uh, call, the shout out that just said, you know, we're recording an X-Files episode on meeting people in real life you know, I'd love to include a list of your tips. So this is what I got. I'm just going to run through these really quick. So these are tips from professional dating coaches on meeting people in the wild. Number one, 
When you're out and about, put your phone away, look up, make eye contact, smile and nod, and even say hi to everyone. So like we said, this is about getting comfortable and at ease speaking with people generally. And I loved that this person said, put your phone away because we didn't even talk about that. That was something that you and I hadn't come up with, but that was a mistake. (laughs) If you're staring at your phone. phone Yeah. I mean, really, if you're just sitting there staring at your phone, it's, it's not, not approachable Mm -hmm. Two, if someone catches your eye, do all of the above give a compliment or ask a question yeah getting comfortable giving compliments is a great way to to manifest a connection Mm -hmm. wear a smile most people walk around with worries and stress on their face so reinforcing what we said about smiling to everyone when you're out and about focus on what you're grateful for and what brings you joy if you don't have any of either start doing things to generate joy and gratitude. Mm -hmm. Love, love, love. Another one, engage in and have an outside hobby of service and commitment. It expands your life and mind and you might meet someone there. Yeah. And this was a very interesting tip that I wasn't expecting. And she says, if you're a little nervous in the beginning, don't be afraid to use props. When I was single, I would use a million dollar pound note and pay the lovely looking barista with that, which would inevitably spark a conversation. (laughs) I don't know about that one. I mean, yes, use props, but girl, she's she's working. She's trying to make (laughs) a living right now. And you just catfished her with money. Like... Do you I want- don't know if that's the basis of a relationship. <laughs> I would be pissed if we I can was take working it out. and uh, like. <laughs> I mean, no. I think we should leave it in. I think it's funny. But it might spark some <laughs> ideas, but maybe not. I know. And what is it called when you income. do go out there with like you're wearing a conversation starter? Yeah. I know on Parks and Rec they have. Um, Anzi Azari, he's wearing a raccoon cap and Uh-oh. because it would get women to talk to him, you know, because what there's some term for that. Someone's going to someone let, let me know what I'm thinking of. It's when you like, you know, kind of intentionally go out there with something loud, like maybe a yeah. bright yellow shirt or something because it catches yeah. people's attention. So, yeah, using I props. Like I also don't know if I'm on board with the million pound note to the, yeah. you know, barista. You better tip but... really well after that. <laughs> like, maybe not a million pounds. Gotcha. But... Take it back. Yeah, and then they leave like a 5% tip. It's like, no. But you could do something like, I think, a business card. I, like I said earlier, I've yeah. often, you know, left a card um, if, you know, someone um, caught my eye. So there's just some tips. And like you um, probably noticed, there were a lot of things on this list that we had already talked about. So obviously good, good tips. So yeah. keep this episode handy. Listen to it over and over. And good luck out there. It can. I know it, this might seem you know, completely unfathomable to some people, but start small, you'll get there in the end. And there's a lot of fun that you can have. Exactly. Yeah. So what did you think of our tips? We would love for you to let us know by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, With words. With words. Not just a rating, a review. You can just leave a rating if you're like, I can't, I'm illiterate. Um, but you, you could, know. but I'm not sending you stickers. <laughs> yeah, you don't no stickers if there's no review. But mm-hmm. yeah, like ratings are still very appreciated. But even just put in like one sentence, like great, great podcast. That's that's good enough. Um, yeah, because for some reason they're weighted differently. Yeah. I mean, for a lot of reasons they're mm-hmm. weighted differently. But um, yeah, we would love to thank you for leaving a review by sending you X file stickers in the mail. And also, like, I no promises for the future, but our last giveaway, even previous reviews counted as five entries into our drawing. So yeah, good point. if you leave a review, like we likely would honor that in a, mm-hmm. in a future giveaway drawing. Yes. So and we yeah. will probably be having another one in the new year. So yeah, yeah. something, something to keep in mind. 
Yeah. So just send us a screenshot before you publish the review because then it goes into a review review process um and we don't know how long that takes and also we can't see like personally see international reviews we can only see american reviews so you got to screenshot it and -hmm. send it to us and we'll send you even internationally some stickers in the mail yep we've gotten tons of international reviews and it is not a big deal to send stickers internationally yeah anyone in any country can get x-files stickers yay awesome hey good luck out there good luck out there we're rooting for you you've totally got this and We'll speak to your ears very soon. Thank you for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you liked this episode, please help others find us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or by following the show on Spotify. And if you'd like to connect more with us or learn about breakup coaching, find us on Instagram at X-Files Podcast.